0: everyone, it's and James here from the What's On at Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all the things that are going to be coming to Disney Plus in July and telling our thoughts on them. We'll be talking about some other stuff coming to Disney Plus around the world later this year. We've also got tons of stuff to be talking about in terms of new content, including Rise, Trevor the Musical, the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale, Miss Marvel, and much more. But before we jump into the quick bit of news, just a tiny bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe here on the YouTube channel. You can also find us on audio platforms as well just be aware there are two audio platforms uh, feeds that we have, we have the podcast, and now we have the Q&A one. Um, also, just to note, on the Q&A one, it takes a couple, sometimes a day or two for me to get the audio version up because of issues with how long it takes to be made into a video. But nevertheless, that's about that one. And also, as you can say, you, you can ch- check us out over on the website, and you can become a Patreon and support us over there, or become a YouTube channel member. But I'll be getting at that a little bit later on. So let's jump into the news. So we've got the list for what's coming to um, Disney Plus in the US. We've also got the UK and... And island list, and we've also got the Australia and New Zealand list. We're just gonna, I'll just pick out the best bits from them. I'm not gonna go for the full lot, but um, we're gonna go through the full US list because, as per usual, it won't take us very long. Um, (laughs) I really, it's it's just getting to the point like, at what point, guys, are you gonna like pull the trigger on this? like adding things it'd be quite nice but let's nevertheless we'll get into that at the end of it um right so let's go through the list so july the first on the friday uh we got some shark documentaries and some espn stuff i mean i was just gonna leave it at that um there's about 10 of them um we're also getting the assembled episode on the making of dr strange in the multiverse of madness which just got added this week i literally just watched it again this morning um, then on Monday, the 4th of July, we'll be getting America the Beautiful, um, a brand new documentary series. Check out, I'll, I'll have a review of that up um, on the website during the week. And next week I will be um, able to talk about it before it gets released. Um, so look forward to that one. Then on Wednesday, the 6th of July, we're getting um, a new episode of Miss Marvel and some episodes of PJ Masks. On Friday, July the 8th, we're getting the wonderful Summer of Mickey Mouse. That's in the U.S. and in basically in the in the Western Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere, um, down in Australia, New Zealand. And I think maybe even in like Latin America, South America, South Africa, you might get things a little bit different there because of the hemispheres. And it's like the middle of the winter there. Um, so that, but you might get this summer one. I don't know. The winter one. Sorry. Um, on Wednesday, July the 13th, we're getting the Chubby Tiny Tales, um, Lost B- Life Below Zero, Next Generation Season 4, some new episodes of Spidey and his amazing friends. And the finale of Miss Marvel, which feels weird talking about the finale because I just feel like we've just got going on that one. Um, then on July the 15th, we're getting the Explorer of the Deepest Cave, um, which is a new game. Um, all about a cave, basically. If you, um, what they've kind of brought back this explorer thing, it's like new specials. We saw one for Earth Day, which was quite fun, but yeah, so we got this one. We also got the um, zombies free dropping on Friday the f- um, 7th, uh, sorry, Friday the 15th. This one is going to be um, coming into Disney Channel with a special longer edition in August. I suspect that version will then get put on Disney Plus as well. They also released a trailer this week. Did you happen to see that one? Um,
1: I kind of skipped that one, honestly. Yeah. I, don't, I, know, I, know it's, I know it's a really popular series. I haven't seen the first two, and i not... Well, there's nothing else coming out that week, so maybe I'll just take that week off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I did watch the trailer, and it was a bit of a like, okay, yeah, just cheesy Disney Channel stuff. Um, I'm glad it's being put on Disney Channel. But, yeah, this is just not kind of... um. I've Yeah, I don't think I've actually. I think I need to watch the original m- movie. I'm uh, saying that I think I could probably just jump straight into free and know what's happened. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be it's gonna be that deep. I think you know, uh, but I'm glad it's there. It's, I think it's gonna be a good one for um, uh, kids and stuff to watch. Um, yeah, the dogs apparently really yeah, want to watch that one. Yeah, they don't, they they do not like. They do not want this one. Is getting a little grumpy because she's not getting where she wants. Right, okay, from there, on Wednesday, July the 20th, we're getting some new episodes of Myra Royal Detective. And then we're getting two brand new series from Latin America. Now, I'm not even going to try and attempt to um, to pronounce these Um You know, I did French at school, I didn't do Spanish, so that makes it even worse. I do you know, yeah, I'm not even going to try, try and pronounce them, because that would just be awful. Um, but yeah, so we're getting two international
1: series, which is pretty good um unless you want to take a stab at them (laughs) no (laughs) it was always me that's the english version of one of them
0: yeah so there we go so we get so we're getting those two then on july the 27th we're getting the first episode of the third season of high school music of the series and then also life is magic which is a brand new documentary series all about how uh industrial light and magic make movies and tv series and stuff um what's your feeling on this month obviously
1: as an american subscriber <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, a bit light it'll be nice to have kind of a a little bit less to worry about on the disney plus side after the mm. the hectic last couple of uh weeks actually yeah
0: i mean the thing is for me is I've, i i think that i mean i just feel like this list is just i it's just awful i i other than miss marvel which is the two, you know, there's two episodes of Miss Marvel. That's great. The light and magic stuff, great, but it's a behi- it's a behind-the-scenes documentary. I never really put that it's you know major mainstream content. That's just bonus filler that you'd find on a DVD. And America the Beautiful. That's literally the US list. That's all I'd be watching if I was a US subscriber. There's just nothing really there that's caught my attention. Um, and I just I I'm getting to that point of like, you know, we've had this all year where the US is not getting stuff. Now, there might be some more stuff added later down the line. They have been doing that um, lately. You know, I mean, even since the list got announced, we had that Explorer documentary get added. Hopefully, we will see more. But it's getting very to the point, like, like, guys, when are you going to fire up this general entertainment stuff? When are you going to start, like, you know, because you keep going. It's, it's getting less. It's, I don't know. It's, I'm just finding it very hard to, like, justify, to, you know, like, I can't defend this list because it's just – I mean, the fact that it took me literally – you know, the the video that I did for um, what's coming took me it's a two minutes long. Two minutes long is just not good enough when people are paying for it. And you know, they're saying we're gonna put more on there, we're gonna put more on there. here's all the parental controls, here's all this other stuff, and then just do nothing. It's and it's like it's July, they put up these parental controls in March, and we still haven't seen it fire up yet.
1: Yeah, I, I assume that they're doing that because they. They're trying to avoid the controversy of putting more our or hard PG thirteen shows onto it, uh, or they're just waiting for the subscriber, uh, the ad tier to come into play. But yeah, it it is light. It's not as light as it used to be. At least there's no. that. It, it's not as bad as it was a couple of years back. But yeah, once Miss Marvel finishes, it's hard to say. Yes, no. You, you need to hold on to your subscription. Andor's right around the corner. She Hulk's right around the corner. It's like. They're actually not that close when you get down to it. When you look it, at the, it, it, it. I mean, it's, it's pretty much a month between Miss Marvel and
0: mm-hmm. um, She Hulk, and you know, it's like I feel like they are holding off until the ad tier kicks in before they start like kicking up the gear. But uh, like, just put some put something on there. I mean, it's has been like there's no library content being put on there. I mean, that's we haven't had really any real major Disney content being put on there. But there's just there's just seems to be nothing. It's like they've just the the breaks have got put on hold. We're just waiting until um until we get the ad tier and then we're going to relaunch Disney Plus. That's what it feels like to me. Um but it just this you know we're into July and we're still seeing the same problems that we were having in January. And it's I don't know, it just at some point they've got to, I mean, hopefully at Disney Plus Day D23, but that still means we've got all of August to go. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just feels very frustrating of just, like, how little is being put on there.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, there's things on there that I'm interested in seeing. I want to see some of these shark documentaries. I want to watch um, America the Beautiful and uh, The Explorer, if that was what I was thinking about, yeah. the, the Caves Explorers. But, I do understand that a lot of people consider National Geographic's not even really part of it. They don't, they don't remember that these documentaries are. It's not a system seller. No. It's not yeah. what people subscribe for. I mean, you mentioned the
0: shark stuff. There's going to be a lot more shark stuff added because of Shark Fest. They've just not really announced any of the release dates or any of this stuff yet. Um, some of the things they've just put in a, a backfill. I don't know. It, it just feels like you know. It's that that list is just going really. Is that it? Um. Now I want to bring up here. Um. So I'm going to just bring up a few things from like the UK list. I mean, we are getting close to 10 to 15 movies every Friday from um, the 20th Century and the Regency deal. You know, we're getting loads, tons of ones. Some of the ones I am looking forward to is obviously The Princess, which is coming out um, on the 1st of July next Friday. And that's going to be on Hulu in the United States. I'm really looking forward to watching that one. Um, we're also getting Not Okay at the end of the month. Um, so that's um, another like brand new original movies. So they're instantly there. We've got two movies internationally that are on gonna be on Hulu. We're also getting the Bob's Burgers movie in the middle of the month, um internationally that will be going again to Hulu in the United States, um, which is a shame. Um we're also getting new episodes of Only Murders in the Building. Um so I'll be talking a little bit about that later on um with only Murders in the building. And um, we'll be getting new episodes right through the month. New episodes of Orville. I mean literally we're getting releases Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in here in the UK now because of those two shows. Um some of the other things we're getting um, Promised Land is a new series that's coming on and it's been out for a while, it's been cancelled. We're also getting um again, we're getting just tons of like really weird movies and stuff for, for, that um definitely help fill it out. Just looking at here, we're getting um a new South Korean series, Kiss Six Sense. and that'll be dropping weekly. Um, we're also seeing obviously Big Skies peering back. We've got NCIS. We're also getting Lone Star Season 3 from 911. Um, uh, so that's, that's pretty good. I'm just looking here. We've got new episodes of American Dad dropping in, The Great North, um, getting Eureka a brand new Disney series. I think that's just dropped this past week in the US. Again, loads of National Geographic stuff. Um, it looks like the deal with um, Sky seems to have come to an end. So we're going to start seeing a lot more of that Geo stuff arriving here. I mean, I think here, like, well, there's one Friday, middle of, um, on the 22nd of July, I think we're getting, like, 15 movies being added. And, you know, it's, it's just very difficult. I li- I was writing up earlier. I was like, all right, best movies coming to Disney Plus in July in the UK. Here's a list. Oh, that okay. That's a good look. I I went to do one for the US one movie. Like, well, I can't do the article of best movie coming. This to... <laughs> is like, there's only one to pick. This <laughs> is like, like, I can't even do it. I can't even do the article
1: because there's not enough well, actual movies to come out. You're not doing clickbait, right? You need the best movie coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> The worst movie coming to Disney Plus, all the movies coming to Disney plus the the medium movie, and it's all just zombie three. So there you go. Oh
0: yeah. It's just, it's just it's
1: just painful um, just
0: to have that. Um again, the UK one I was able to do because I had some choice. Um, a couple of other things. Um, Australia they're getting things a little bit different. They're getting the old man as well on the 13th of July. So that'll be um a, a series. I'm gonna we we're, we're gonna be talking about that one when it arrives in the UK, so I can keep, keep up with it. Unless we get sent screeners, so I can, we can talk about it, because James has already seen some. And um, we're also here in the UK getting under the banner of Heaven, that's coming out at the end of July for us. Um, we're also getting Solar Opposites season three coming. Um, that'll be coming on the same day it arrives in Hulu. So instantly, you can see where I like. Like for me, I'm sitting here like a, under the banner of Heaven. I've got Solar Opposites, not okay. The Princess. I've got Orville. I got Only Murders in the Building. It's like yeah, it's all the Hulu stuff. It's all the Hulu stuff that I'm looking forward to watching because the Disney side is just really lacking. Um, so we've got lots of stuff to watch. It's just in the US, most of it's going to be on, on Hulu.
1: As it has been for the last several months, at least things like Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel have shorted up and given you a reason to turn on uh, Disney Plus. But at the moment, or not at the moment, at halfway through July, those are then gone. And I think that's also something that, Disney probably recognizes, but they need to fix. Hmm. You know, you can release these documentaries and the things that are not going to get quite as much viewership at the same time that Miss Marvel is coming out, or the same time Obi Wan is. it? Because you know, you watch the episode and you're like, oh, well, we're in the already in the Disney Plus. Let's see what else there is to say. Oh, there's this movie that just came out. There will be very little reason for people to log into Disney Plus after Miss Marvel finishes and before she yeah. starts. Sure, there will be plenty of people still doing it, but there will be less people seeing these because I'm not logging in to see Miss Marvel, so I'm not going to see these shark. Well, those will no. be up, but I will not see the Explorer uh, documentary because I'm not logging in to see She-Hulk at that point. No, it's
0: just it's. I think as well as it, it just makes it more and more frustrating when um, you see what like I, it's almost that thing of like the UK and then obviously like Australia and Canada and stuff, you know, we're getting this, this far better service. And it's like, it's been like this for 18 months now. And it's just, now we're kind of at that point of the pandemic where, you know, all of that production issues are behind us. We're just getting new stuff dropping every, every single week. I I can honestly say like as a subscriber to Disney plus, I am happy with the amount of content we get, and there's something for me to watch every single week, which will keep me engaged. Multiple things each week, even, you know, but there's a lot of competition, in we've got Netflix kicking out the last two episodes of Stranger Things. We've got Amazon with The Boys. Um, we've just had Paramount Plus launch here in the UK, so I've I've started watching um, Yellowstone, and I watched some South Park and stuff early today. i really enjoyed the first episode of Yellowstone. There's some other shows as well. So there's lots of there's a lot of great stuff out there, you know, and I feel like, um, you know, it does feel like, yeah, the US one at some point, it's like it's it's gonna change, it's gonna change, and it's, it's like yeah, but it doesn't, and it's just like hopefully it will do pretty soon, but I am even I'm getting everyone, I can't keep, it's like I'm telling you guys, you know, it's it's coming, it's coming, it's coming,
1: it's, it's coming, I mean, it's. Again, it's not as bad as it used to. be. We can at least go. All right, we we see what we we yeah. see the horizon. She Hulk yeah. is over there. Andor is over there. Mandalorian season three is over there, and and so on. It so it's not like, you know, two years ago when we're going. Yep, it's uh it's the big fib this week, and um mm-hmm. yeah, that certainly <laughs> was a show. Yeah, uh, what's yeah. coming up on the horizon? Oh, nothing. Literally, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, We've got nothing until
0: Mandalorian in December kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that,
1: it's it? it's not as dire as that. But, you, yeah, you look at what the other services are putting out right now, and there's so many good things just across the board. Even if you take Hulu out of the mix, you, know, you listed off several, so I won't go through it again. But there's a lot of very good content, and there yeah. is very little reason for you to turn on Disney Plus after Miss Marvel ends.
0: Yeah. Um and speaking of Miss Marvel, and uh, it was revealed by Samba TV this past week that it was the least viewed premiere. and um, just over seven hundred and seventy-five thousand US households watched it, way below um Kenobi. I'm really hoping that this coming Wednesday those numbers slightly increase. But I wonder if like the damage to the show has already been kind of done to some people of like why they weren't watching it. Um, we'll talk about the third episode a little bit later, but um, I'm hoping next the next, the next two weeks, because we've got episode four five, so we've got three weeks really where Miss Marvel's kind of got the time to shine on Disney Plus by itself. I will be very surprised if they don't end up moving Andor or She-Hulk off of Wednesdays to to make sure this doesn't happen again. It might work better with Miss with She-Hulk going before Andor, that they might give it a chance for a week or two. But yeah, it, I don't think it was a great idea to run them at the same time
1: and like i said last week i don't think that was the plan either there's a lot of indications that obi-wan was originally supposed to launch earlier in which case that final episode might have overlapped with miss marvel's episode one or it might have been obi-wan finishes and the next week miss marvel finishes uh it it does seem to indicate that was the case and they had to push it back maybe the special yeah. effects weren't, re- weren't ready that would explain why some of the special effects are so bad but um but yeah it with She-Hulk and Andor, it would probably be helpful for them to stagger them onto different days. We'll, and also we'll well, what they plan to do.
0: And also with them, um, like She-Hulk is like nine episodes and Andor is twelve episodes. So we got we need free over three months of those two running side by side. Quick note as well, yesterday there was a four press conference for the upcoming movie. I've got my ticket for the first thing when it comes out. Um They have confirmed that they are going back to San Diego Comic-Con, and they're going to be doing a panel there. Um, You know, there's been speculation that they weren't going to because they've announced something for D23. I'm not – I was. I kind of was always a bit like I would have expected them to be there in some capacity because they've got She-Hulk and Iron Groot and possibly even um, Wakanda Forever to kind of show off, plus they haven't announced other projects, which have kind of – it was funny, I was talking to some people yesterday, and I was like, well, technically, we don't officially know about Daredevil. We don't officially know about Werewolf by Night. Officially, we don't know about Nova. Officially, we don't know about the Boats. And there's, uh, there's, I think there's another series. There's at least five projects that have been kind of, are out there in the sphere that we know they're making. And some of them, but they actually haven't officially done the logo treatment and kind of said, these are coming. Um, so I could easily see all them just being announced on a special panel and go, "Look at all this great stuff!" And everyone's going, "But we knew all that, yeah, but we hadn't told you." <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> it, this is the trouble of like having no events for the last two, three years. You know, they kind of lost that edge to be able to get it out there. Um, I remember when Miss Marvel was announced, literally like the day before. Um, I think it was D twenty three. It kind of got out there, but there's a lot of stuff that they haven't officially announced, which they couldn't announce. I make it look like they're making other announcements. And I just know there's gonna be so many people disappointed because it's like, well, we knew that. We knew about that. We knew about this. It's like, yeah, but they've not done it. It's, it's, it's gonna be, be interesting how all this works out next
1: month. And again, as I will always point out, there are people who are reading the the news articles every single day, waiting to see what it is. And then there's the general public and the general public like, oh, you're working on Thunderbolts. I don't even know what Thunderbolts is. and Or, oh, new Daredevil series. So. Mm the announcements are not for us as frustrating as it will be more likely to to not have new things that we didn't already know about or weren't already rumored it it gets the news out there to people who aren't Mm. paying attention and San Diego is an entirely different audience than D23 or like mostly different audience which is also important and we talked about that in the past Mm. where D23 is the Disney convention if you are at the Disney convention chances are you are looking for specific things versus what people Mm. at San Diego comic-con are looking for. And it reaches people who don't sit down and go, uh, you know, I go to the Disney parks every, you know, three times every day and watch every Disney plus show four times. And, you know, I I don't think there's anyone who actually does that, but uh, you know, different audience, people who are not paying attention, people who are paying attention very specifically to comic related things Mm. and who, they don't care about Zombies 3 or High School Musical, the musical season three. They, they're not interested in those announcements, and they don't want to wade through those announcements to get to, oh, we are doing Mandalorian season three is dropping on this date, and we are announcing uh, the Nova show, which, mm. et cetera. I
0: also think as well it was good with D twenty three where Disney branded television now has its own separate show for all its stuff to take away from the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff. But yeah, I think it's I don't think this is a bad thing because what this could do is this clears this could be a way for Marvel to announce all, a lot of the projects that we know about, and then do some some maybe the odd to or surprise ones that we don't know. But then when it comes to D twenty three, they can bring out cast, they can make more announcements, but more importantly, they can make. Um, There's kind of that whole thing of are they going to announce wave, you know, the phase five, the full sweep, or are they going to hold that off to D twenty three? It's very tricky. I I'm kind of a little bit like um, it could go either way because they did it back at two thousand and nineteen. They showed off the the a load of stuff at um, San Diego Comic Con, and then they did some more stuff at D twenty three. But when at that point, Disney Plus hadn't even officially launched. So it was a very different kind of era. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all this comes about. But it's good to know that we're going to get something. Um, I think, you know, we'll get some – I wouldn't be too surprised if we saw a trailer or some uh, sneak peek at uh, Wakanda Forever. Maybe a little – they might get a sneak peek at Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man. You know, those are movies that we know that are coming up. And I think that I think if you were in a stadium, if you were there in the hall, and you're getting shown all that stuff along with some other big announcements, I I think that's probably enough there to get some the cast come out. I think that's 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 a pretty big strong lineup anyway.
1: Yeah, no the D twenty three announcements will be pretty uh, pretty big, and it's easy for Disney to get you know the cast in there. There's almost always somebody on stage, and sometimes yeah. it'll be the entire cast and they'll just wave and they don't even talk. They're just like, "Hi, I'm here," and then. You know, out the door. Well, also, but, as well,
0: it's in LA, so it's easier for them to get the actors off there as well.
1: Mm-hmm. But you know, San Diego, I'm expecting maybe we'll see the, if not all announcements, we will see the schedule coming up mm-hmm. for the theatrical releases. They might shuffle some things around, finalize some dates, and get us a couple of years farther out than we already are. Uh, yeah, things like Cause, that. Because the
0: other thing as well, I feel like with the San Diego Comic Con announcements back in 2019. Well, and everyone kind of, well, that was like three, four years ago. So like, but essentially the Marvel, that that timeline got put on pause for at least a year. You know, Black Widow and all the movies have all got pushback. Had the pandemic not happened, we'd already be, what, onto Guardians? We'd probably already be onto like next year's movies because they, you know, they're all supposed to have come out um like a lot earlier than this. So it's um, like Eternals and Black Widow were all delayed a year. And that pushback, Shang-Chi, you know, it's been a domino effect. Um. So it's kind of we lost eighteen months in that as well. So that's always a bit of a tricky one. Plus, we don't know really where some of these movies and series line up in the next. Like you know, we got loads of them coming: Armor Wars, Secret Invasion, Iron Heart. You know, are they Phase Four or Phase Five? We don't really know.
1: Do the phases even really matter
0: anymore? Is it that? I mean, that's an actual. It, we'll see it, what it feels. I think it feels to me like Phase Four is. Is you know, when know. you look back at yeah it's it's so everyone's being introduced we've got the multiverse and all the rest of it but there's so much of it you know there's so much more in phase four than there was probably in phase one and two combined
1: but there's also no feeling of connectedness between a lot of them as well um you know because you've got them all doing their own things loki is over here starting the multiverse and setting up kang and shang chi is over here punching dragons and you know, they, they all they all feel like they're not part of a huge story. Now, again, phase one was not the same. It was like, here's Thor, here's Captain America, etc. And the other the only, stuff come to later.
0: I mean, to me, it's starting to feel like now that we are in the mode of we're setting up for secret wars with um, some kind of multiverse issue because we've got multiverse in Loki, multiverse in Miss Marvel, multiverse, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. So we've got at least four projects now that have been, Directly tied to the multiverse, I think Ant Man is obviously going to tie into that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, we, I feel like we're getting there, and I think you know Kevin Feige was saying, you know, he wants to make, I think, get that out there a little bit more of what's going on, um, of what's coming up in the next. And you know, maybe if they just turn around and go, Secret Wars is coming in 2025, you know, and that's the big Avengers, like, or the Young Avengers are coming together. Well, that's all he needs. That's all they need to do is just give us the the super event that everything's leading up to and everything will then you know people will start looking for that a little bit more
1: yeah and there, there's other threads going through there as well at mm-hmm. the moment too like shang chi we found out the the rings or the armlets are connected to some other sort of cosmic force which sounds yeah. like it might not be a multiverse thing but something similar to the infinity gems not sure where they're going with that yet but then uh, even
0: the with like shang chi they ended up like going into like an alternate universe didn't they where that um yeah, something like that yeah it's, yeah, it's very strange of how all that's working. Um, but yeah, so we'll obviously find out a little bit more about that in the coming weeks ahead. Um, before we get into the reviews, um, we also had um, a, a press announcement this week about what's coming to Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland over the next um, year. So this is for 2022 to 2023. So I'm just going to run off a list of shows that are coming this way. Um, so these will probably be arriving on Hulu um, and Disney Plus in the US. Um, American Horror Story Season Two Culprits Dance the World with Derek Hugh. Extraordinary, Extraordinary Birder. Farming is Life. Fleischman in Trouble. Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. A Little Demon. Maggie. Mike, Nautilus, Not Okay, Prey, Reservation Dog Season 2, Save Our Squad, Science Fair, The Series, Solar Opposites, The Ballad of Renegade Neil, The Full Monty, The Old Man, The Patient, The Princess, Wedding Season, Welcome to Chippendales, and Welcome to Wrexham. Um, that's all the stuff that we know is now officially confirmed for Disney Plus here in the UK. Which is like, no, no, that's not a bad list. <laughs> There's some good stuff there.
1: Uh <laughs> yeah. Not much
0: to say about it, honestly. No. Yeah, just t- tons of stuff. So that's pretty cool, right? Before we jump into the uh, reviews, uh, let's do a quick bit of shout out to our patrons and YouTube channel members, which you can join us from as little as two dollars a month. This helps support the channel, um, helps support all the software that we use, the hosting, also pays for um, other bits and pieces that we need. Um, so a big hello to Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky, Dave, Manmoud, my VCR still works. Beena, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah all over on the Patreon. A big thank you to uh, we've got Paul, Daniel. Daniel. we've also got Elliot, Danny, Aero, Dana, Co- uh, Connor, Calid, Red Marsman, Cody, Nick, uh, Micah, Gavin, Chris, Jacob, Joseph, Darren, Lauren, uh, The Juice, Andrew, and a big thank you to Sarah as well. And as per usual, you can take part in the weekly Q&As, which take place live on Sunday nights in the UK time. So let's jump into some of the reviews. So, um, right. It's a big I'm list. A, it's a big list. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff. So. Um, only Murders in the Building is coming to Disney Plus internationally and Hulu on a Tuesday with the first two episodes, with new episodes dropping weekly. Now, uh, I have been sent most of the series, but I withheld myself. I only watched the first two episodes. I didn't want to get too far ahead, because obviously we'll probably be talking about this series um over the coming months on the podcast, and I didn't want to get like to the point where oh yeah, I'm on episode seven, and I've got to wait three months for everyone to catch up. So I only watched the first two episodes It is just like jumping back into it. It's just the same. It's it's got that same feeling. It's got the same comedy, the same connection between them all. And there's a few different characters like Amy. uh, Amy Swipe Swimmer. Amy Swimmer has taken over like the role from Sting, where she's moved into it. Um, There's just lots of great comedy. There's a new love interest for. for Selena Gomez, you just got more of the same from Steve Martin. So you start seeing a little bit more of, of his character's past. This just, it was that kind of feeling of just like settling into a nice spot. You just knew what you were getting and it was just more of it. And I really enjoyed the first season. And yeah, this is just a great series. And it's almost it wasn't was kind of like, man, wow, it, it just felt right. It, does that make sense?
1: Yes. It's it, like having your favorite meal or something yeah. like or maybe not your favorite meal, but like a comfort meal, you know what you're getting. You know, it's it may not like knock your socks off. It may not be the greatest thing of all time, but it's just comfy and enjoyable, and you're not yeah. really worried about the problems of the world while you're watching the show. I've yeah, not seen these episodes yet, but yeah. I'm super excited for them. Yeah, I just I just thought they were great. Um, I
0: can't wait for everyone to watch it. So i like I said, it's it, it it was a little bit tempting to watch and uh, watch ahead, but I thought, no, I'm gonna Gonna trying it doesn't really work for a murder mystery. Of and then as well as that, trying to remember where the episodes end and trying not to spoil it for people because um, that's the thing with like a murder mystery. It's very tricky with these kind of things. But yeah, can't wait for this one to drop next week. Um, um, this is such a good series, and having this right through the summer as well. You know that'll pretty much see us right through um, July and August. So that will be a, a great series. Okay, let's now talk about another uh, movie that came out: Rise. Um, all about um, a family that move from uh, Nigeria, they move up to Greece, they have some kids, and they just end up falling in love with basketball and end up getting into the NBA. Now, this movie had everything on the trailer and on the ind- description that said to me, you're going to hate this. This is not <laughs> your not your movie. I don't care about basketball. The last person I know of basketball is like Michael Jordan and Shaq. That's literally as much as I know about um, I didn't even know these guys existed, to be honest. that's I, To be on the entire NBA, I could bump into any of them and I wouldn't know who any of them are. That's how much I, I've got no idea. But this movie was not about basketball. It was about um, the issues of migration, um, trying to stay away from Greek authorities, the issues um, that all that brings. The NBA is literally like the last 10, 15 minutes. It doesn't. It's not a huge part of it. Um, just, it was a real heartwarming uh, movie. I just, me and my wife, we watched it and we just really enjoyed it. We thought it was a really just nice, easygoing movie. Um, yeah, and we enjoyed it. And it was kind of nice. It was that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, that was a lot better than I was expecting. Um, which was nice. It's, and it was almost. A, and I'll be honest. We, the review embargo was the morning it came out i'm like why because it's good <laughs> i i it's that really annoying figure when an embargo normally an embargo on the same day it comes out is usually that it means it's bad It's like no stop There's n- i didn't find any
1: any problems with this movie at all i enjoyed it you? yeah it I, I watched it this week too it it is a really good movie the the basketball is just the framework it's mm. what they use as their escape from their their troubles and it's well done and it shows like this growing support network that they get as they're growing up the, the coach from the youth league. And then, uh, this, um, what they call the the agent who their first client and he's never done anything, but he get he has the right connections and he's able to get them. And, uh, there's just some really good scenes with, you know, the family coming together and supporting each other. And I appreciated that the father, you know, at first he's a little upset that they're going across town without him knowing about it and how dangerous well, that could be. But yeah, I think it was. I think it was more the safety. I think it was more along the lines of Like, yeah, it was definitely the safety. It was not. Yeah. You will obey me. You will follow my rules. Basketball is strictly for you because he was a soccer player. He yeah. he was on the Nigeria team, I think, or at least yeah. one of the major teams over there, and so he understood that. And he's just like, no, I just want you to be safe. We'll do this safely. Um, and then he supports them and he even mm. gets them new shoes and, and all this and really does his best to make sure that they have a life that he wasn't able to have, which is great. Cause so often these shows and movies that, you know, the father or the, or the mother is like, no, there is no fun in this house. We will do this footloose. There are no happy yeah. things allowed. Do your chores, do your school and become a, a doctor or something like that. And that. That's the story nothing wrong with becoming a doctor. Obviously, that's the point of view of the overbearing father in this case uh, So it's nice to see this family that even though it's torn apart because they have a a brother who's still in uh, In Africa and, and can't get out at this point.
0: He also wrote some of the music for this uh, movie
1: I was not aware of that.
0: No, I didn't know about this till yesterday as well um, but yeah, so this is um yeah, I, I, it's just it's a hard I mean the whole thing of them sharing a pair of trainers while they are um like playing and like the people laughing at them and the racism that they suffer and um, all sleeping in the bed together and just the whole thing of it, when they get in that hotel room of just like could you imagine how free they felt of like having a bed each you know it's like you just you just can't imagine that of like
1: four brothers having to share a bed not even shit not even like having two beds and each of them having themselves i think the bed was egypt bed was bigger than the ones they slept with yeah. in in greece altogether, um and that was a great scene when they're they're jumping on the bed and they're doing all the things that little kids do even though they're they're now like 18 year olds and, yeah. uh, i, I remember uh, but i remember me and my brother do it going on they? we were oh, about yeah. the same age as them and we
0: <laughs> it was just like yeah you know and it was just like you know wrestling and stuff because he just had that space so, yeah it was fun and, but yeah no, i i definitely felt like this was just a, a really nice feel good movie um i love the whole aspect of it as well being set in greece i think that um really kind of like made it feel a bit different. it was nice it not being so american based uh, especially um from my point of view it just it was just more interesting
1: yeah i can definitely see that america doesn't come into it at all they don't even really mention the nba until the last 15 minutes or so mm-hmm. it, it really is just about their struggle they don't have they don't even have dreams of getting into the NBA. No. There's not like, I'm going to play for the Lakers one day. It's literally just they'll occasionally have an American broadcast on because they're watching basketball, not yeah. because they're watching the Lakers or the Celtics or um, mm-hmm. whatever, 76ers. It's just they're so in love with basketball, they'll watch everything. And Well, I mean, they, they could have they
0: if, if Spain had let them in, they would have gone to Spain. They, they weren't really that, um, you know, it was all about, you know, if they were going to do this, it was just, I just thought it was great. I thought it was a really, and it was also, I, I, I would say it was nice having a positive story about, um, uh, migration. And I feel like that was so needed and the issues that come into it. Cause you know, ultimately those kids were, um, you know, they're EU citizens and that, you know, they are entitled to do stuff. And I feel like, um, that was that was I thought they did a good job of selling that, but also the idea that you know then then trying to make out that the parents had lied about that. And you know, it's just overall I just thought it was a really, really enjoyable movie. I've a bit of a sleeper hit for me. Something that kind of came in. But I remember feeling the same I think it was safety. Um right. very similar. Um I think I enjoy I think I think they had slightly different angles on the story things. But I, I again, you know, I feel like I've you know these sports movies have gone I feel like yeah I've got to give them a much better like yeah you guys can impress me on this a lot easier uh, maybe and whereas I normally like just write them
1: <laughs> yeah no it it really does depend and this is broken record I've said this dozens of times it really does depend on if the focus of the story is the basketball or the football from safety or or what have you or is it the character story uh the older brother who has to take care of the younger brother and smuggles him into the dorms mm-hmm. or these three brothers who pick up basketball at an at an old age by NBA standards and and learn it well enough to actually get into the NBA and, and then supporting each other and their parents supporting them and them supporting their parents and back and forth and and that's the focus of this. This is the family yeah. is the focus of this. The basketball is just the means by which they support th- each other.
0: I think I watched um, when we watched the movie a while ago for one of our movie club movies was Miracle. Was all about like ice hockey and that was a little bit more oh that's just about the hockey the hockey was the main part of the story whereas this is it. but no i i thought it was really good if you haven't watched it watch it it put it on your watch list to watch um it, it's yeah. yeah don't don't over don't overlook this one
1: Maybe while you're waiting for She-Hulk, we're in that lull between Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. This is a good movie to check out. Yeah. Um, We also got Trevor the
0: Musical, which is a filmed version of an off-Broadway show. um, Basically all about a kid coming out in the 80s. Well, he's not even coming out. He's, He's coming to terms with... Um, his sexuality, it's kind of forced out. Yeah, I was gonna um, say
1: he, he's forced out. Yeah,
0: there's also that kind of element of um the issues like suicide that comes into it because there's a little warning beforehand. Um watched it. Um it's a bit weird watching like musicals, filmed musicals because they obviously have a different feel to them. Um, I love watching musicals. I um I you know, whenever we can do, we try to try to see them. Um, like most recently, I was, you know, we were on a cruise and we got to see like we will rock you. So I, I, I enjoy watching musicals. This one, um, I don't know if I would go. I think I would go and see it if it, if it. The trouble is, I think if it came to my town, I probably wouldn't have seen it because um, I wouldn't have recognized it because I, I remember when they advertised it's like Trevor. What's that? Um, I think it's a solid one. The music um's kind of got a little bit of influence from Diana Ross in there. There's a few songs that you know. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. I mean, there's, she, she's a character in the show. Yeah. Um, and kind of, I, I thought it was a really heartwarming story. I thought it was done very well. Um, I can see why Disney went out and kind of, I think they need to do more of this. Go and grab some, you know, do f- f- film stage shows. Do their own ones might be good as well. You know, you got all those big blockbusters like Frozen and Beauty and the Beast and that Aladdin one they've been sitting on for like two years. Get them out there. Let's see them. I enjoyed Trevor. It's I, it's kind of something I could put on in the background. I wouldn't say it was amazing, but I thought the story was important. Obviously, with it being Pride Month as well, I feel that was um, a good timing for it. Um, yeah, it was it was a solid solid thing. I feel like if you like musicals, give it a go. Um, um, I I feel like it would it would be kind of nice to see if they if if they turn that into a series. I the story. I think it would have been. A bit more meatier to it than having his, but the, the kid that did it i mean he was fantastic you know in the lead row and yeah I, I i thought i enjoyed it i definitely would recommend if you like musicals give it a go
1: yeah i i would say to keep your expectations in check though it is um not lower production quality it it, it felt a lot more like a high quality high school performance rather than like yeah. a broadway performance uh which is not necessarily an insult you just have to manage your expectations going into it the other thing is for the most part the actors are around the age of the characters that they're playing um and since this is a high school late middle school um era you you have a lot of 13 14 year old singing and the quality (laughs) of music is is not going to be the same as like going to see uh Les Mis or Wicked or something like that uh in person with with that level of talent that yeah. said it's also it's not like you're gonna be sitting there going oh my ears why did why did my little uh 13 year old think that he could sing kind of thing uh, they yeah. they are trained they they know how to dance it's just not at the same level as what you would what you might be used to is not Hamilton no yeah. well I actually enjoyed it more than Hamilton
0: I'll be honest I did um I wasn't I think I the music was a bit more similar than I like But um, if you like better Nate than ever, give this one a go, because I feel like they're very close to each other um, in terms of how they've done it. But yeah, I thought that was, that was pretty good.
1: It was very good. Just also, you know, it, it's not light subject matter. Uh, You know, as you said, there's a warning right at the beginning. It, It does talk fairly frankly about an attempted suicide by one of the characters. And, you know, it, it, doesn't really pull punches with how he is treated once his secret that he doesn't even really fully understand himself no, no. comes out and you know it, it what you do need the, to be in the right like headspace for it
0: it's also that very different thing of it being being set in the 80s mm-hmm. um that's the, it's a different era of like you know not being so aware of it all and everyone maybe not being quite as, as um embracing of it all. very 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 I I just thought it was a really good addition. I I can't, you know, praise enough. Yeah, it's... I think I would say, like, four out of five, you know. It's a good, solid show, um, especially for, like, musicals. Um, Also, this past week, we had Harmonious Live, which is a live stream from Epcot. Um, I didn't watch it because I didn't um, live stream it internationally, and it was kind of one of those things of... I've been listening to the soundtrack for months, so I kind of knew the
1: music stuff. Uh, you watched it? What was it like? I did. Also, it was like two o'clock in the morning for you guys. If they yeah, were it would have been. The live, the, yeah. I
0: don't know if that was why. I think, still think it was a, a test for the Dancing with the Stars. I feel like. I, a,
1: yeah, that was my impression too. Was that it was a test for it? I did watch it live. Um, you know, it's it's only half an hour long, but the first like ten minutes are them talking to the people who are are performing in it, and uh, and then it's it's the show, and it's. Just, it's a good show it's epcot you know the 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 current version of it and yeah it it worked i had no technical problems i think that's the more important thing than the actual content of the show (laughs) at the the moment is that i had no technical problems uh watching it It, it streamed there were a couple of points where you know you're watching a youtube stream or a twitch stream where occasionally the 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 bit rate might drop down and it gets a little pixely that yeah. did happen once or twice but I never had any hard stops I ne- never had any proper stuttering the music played all the way through which is important you don't yeah. want to be like in the middle of of Aladdin and then oh wait pause pause oh there yeah. goes the rest of the song you know none of that happened um so it looks like the technology is working I do wish they had maybe let people know a bit more about this because the only reason I knew about it was because of us talking yeah. about it. I never got it. I never got an email from Disney Plus being like, oh, tune in at this time on Disney Plus for Live Broadcast. Uh it was in the the banner, but it yeah. was tucked away like four or five banners in. So
0: yeah. It definitely that's that's that feeling of it being a, a soft test, isn't it? It mm-hmm. kind of like we're gonna pick something that we don't think a lot of people are going to watch in the same numbers. We can test the software because it was a bit like when they did the um I mean the, it was better than they did with the um the award ceremony nominations where they literally announced the, the day of it um and they were just like running it um but you can see that i this just was a but hopefully they do more i mean hopefully they just do more but yeah again it's make it global put this put this out there for us all to
1: watch you would it might have been really early but we could at least watch the replay the following morning yeah and the park shows are actually a really good test for this I would love to see them do some of the other ones maybe the fireworks show um at the Magic Kingdom or the the light show at, at uh, animal kingdom i always actually really enjoyed that with the the boats all lit up and yeah. the, the water sprays and stuff um as for the show itself it, it is the show that's been going on for a while like you said it they've the soundtrack is out there are home cameras that you can find on youtube of watching it it's a perfectly good show i still kind of prefer the old epcot show yeah. but it, it is it is good.
0: I think. I mean, I haven't been to Epcot since they brought this one in, but I know. I mean, a lot of people are mainly moaning about the barges being there during the day because they they used to be able oh, to leave. Wow. Um, but that, that's a that's
1: a thing for Disney Park fans. But no, yeah. that was good. So that, I'm glad that, that, that would drop them. That would actually be hilarious if there's like here's three hours of broadcast of the barges just being in the middle of the water, blocking your view of yeah, the, um, the Japanese pavilion or something. The thing is, I think it's about
0: well, especially. I mean, we all love the World Showcase. It's such an amazing place if you've ever been there. It's one of my favourite places in... Um, I still remember when my sister-in-law got back from Disney. She messaged us going, we went to Epcot, we couldn't find anything to do. I said, did you not... Oh, yeah, we walked around and we left.
1: I'm like... <laughs> we, I,
0: like completely missed a point of Ep- we,
1: Epcot. <laughs> honestly, though, they don't actually advertise the rides over there very well. And they don't do a good job of advertising... No, this is where you get to try different food. This is not where you get the Mickey-shaped sandwich. This is where you get a taste of France or a taste of Mexico or or Italy or something like that. You can drink alcohol over here because some of them have alcohol available. I mean, that's less of an issue now, but... Yeah, I they don't yeah. actually do a very good job of explaining why you want to go to the world showcase. It's um, just yeah, it's just good
0: for food. I mean, you get great some Mexican food. Um, the Tapanyaki um restaurant in Japan is fantastic. Um, but I love going in there and having that experience. You got the fun and one tip, go to the um, Wherever's original cake shop in Germany because it's a fantastic, but nevertheless, that's enough on Epcot because I could go for hours on that one. Um, also, um, this week we got. I'm just trying to think what else we had on our list. Um, Quite a few, actually. Yeah, so we had uh, Orville, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to go too much into this one because. Um, did you happen to watch it?
1: Yeah, I watched both last week's and this week's um, together. This
0: one was a bit deep. It was, and especially with everything that's going on this week in the US. I thought it was a little bit like, oh crikey! It yeah. it it's, it really did kind of touch on some. It's a pretty heavy episode of putting a reflection up against like modern politics. Um, again, just as just this level of this show of where they are going with it and. This is not a comedy. This is just not, you know, do not think this, this is a pure, this is a proper science fiction show. Um, but yeah, this one, the actual story and stuff was very deep, very dark. Um, and yeah, you couldn't help but just notice the, the mirror being put up right now to the U.S. market.
1: I think, yeah, the timing was uh, prophetical. <laughs> is that yeah. a word? Pro- uh, yeah. it, it was, it was very interesting to see that that came out the same week. And of course, when I watched it, the news from Friday hadn't come out yet. Well, I only
0: watched it this morning, so it literally was like, oh, okay, no, they, they've gone there. So, yeah, it's a quite quite a touchy subject with everything in there it with what's going on. Um, but, yeah.
1: It is. So, you know, if you watched the first two seasons, and you should before season three, if you, if you have not watched The Orville, do not start here. You, you really do need to see the first two seasons because it keeps doing callbacks and bringing in characters. Like the third episode relies very heavily on you remembering a random episode from season one and who these characters are. Um, but having said that, this is a really good Star Trek show right yeah.
0: now. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the new Star Trek one. Cause I've now i got Paramount plus this week. It I, launched I, here in the UK. The strange so many, new Worlds. That I've said yeah. it before. It is actually a very good show. So we're willing to give that one a go. Um, okay. Moving on from there. Let's now talk about Miss Marvel. So we had the, was it the third episode? Um, this is where the, we kind of got into, we found out who the villains are for this series we got some action we got miss marvel kind of trying out some of her powers kind of and i really enjoyed the whole aspect of it being set at um, a wedding and the um i i just it just made the the setting and everything just so much more interesting i really enjoyed that whole aspect to it and the additions being brought in and the dancing and i just it just it just felt fresh i really enjoyed and i'm really enjoyed that about miss marvel I, I feel like it's actually helping the series kind of stand out on its own Oh, yeah.
1: I, I'm really enjoying this series. I've, I'd i actually never seen uh, a Muslim or Pakistani wedding before, so it was very interesting to see their their traditions and customs in it and how they differ from what I'm used to. Uh, and the overall story was good. But the, the main thing, and this isn't necessarily a Miss Marvel problem, is I've gotten very sick of the uh, trope where the bad guys first appear as good guys, and we're like... These are our allies, and they're going to help us. And then, and then they're like, "Yeah, oh yeah." Um, actually, we're not really going to ask you. We're going to make you, and we're going. To, uh, I'm, yeah, we've seen it a lot, not just in Marvel, but in other storytelling. I recognize there's only you know so many different ways you can do a villain superhero story, but I am getting a little sick of this trope at the moment. I'm also a little bit like,
0: um, I did feel like that's the episode of just like. Um, right, what, why, uh, what are you the villains? Where I was a little bit like, what are you, why, who, what are you actually after? Because it took the way they explained it was like the you know, well, we're known as this and we're known as that. and you know, like, I know, like, if you go into the Easter eggs articles, you're I had to go on basically and like, look, like, what does a lot of this mean? Because a lot of it just went right over my head. Um, any references to what we've seen, like, in the comic books or, um, any you know, we've got Cree in there at some point with some hand with the bracelet. It's like, you know, the whole inhuman situation of like, that's not seemed to happen with the mist. Um, even though they referenced inhumans in Doctor Strange. So they are part there somewhere. You know, they're trying to get back home. So first of all, oh, maybe they're inhumans trying to get back to the moon. Like, no, they want to get back to some parallel, some universe. And they're all genies. And I, I don't know. It, it, it was a little bit like, what? 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 I don't know what you want where are you going? And now
1: they were going to go to India or Pakistan. I'm just like, I don't quite get like, I I didn't actually, I didn't think about that too much. I was just like, Oh, they they want to get back home and home is an alternate direction dimension. And Kamala is the power source that they need to get back to it. And we've, they have lived so very long that there are legends about us, you know, kind of like the, the eternals had, and uh, you know, these are, these are, Gins or genies, however you want to pronounce it, and I was like, okay, uh, I I kind of got that. Uh, but yeah, there is a bit more depth to it, and it is them kind of, uh, the writers going, yeah, we don't want to use the Inhumans, but we want to still have the original story, and we want to tie it back in. It, but you can see the problem they had. Miss Marvel, despite having been around for several years now, doesn't really have a defining villain the way a lot of characters do and captain marvel had the same thing where her defining villain was part of her origin and then just disappeared until like (laughs) 2020 something like that so unlike spider-man you have yes, green goblin and venom and yeah you know these characters you go miss marvel who's her villain uh the patriarchy i don't know mm. that that's yes yeah, you can't really do that so well
0: yeah it's very it's a very odd one it's, it's like i did enjoy it and i you know the whole thing with them having a fight and more not so much just they're like really fighting but she's like running away but she's got a little bit more control of her of her powers for defense or maybe it's like automatic kind of you know but again it's just very i, I can't quite pick my finger on it it's just something just not quite hitting the same, because I felt like like with Moonlight, it's like every episode was just like, I just want more, and it's great, and I don't know what's going on. Whereas this is a bit like, you know, it's good. And I think I'm enjoying it more than Hawkeye, but it's not quite at that same level. I don't know. It's it's kind of. I think when we got the whole series, it might make it a little bit more um, interesting. But I wasn't so keen on the way on the on the villains. I just it were a bit wishy washy
1: right and as i already said i'm not a fan of the villains who first present as allies and then just like no our goals don't actually align i do appreciate like, that they got yeah. it out of the way though they they didn't draw it out for like three episodes where we think these guys are allies and they're helping kamala and then it turns out at the end oh haha ha, we're we're gonna like well it's it's a little bit
0: like we got, you didn't really give them much of a chance that, you know yeah. it's like it's like you're, you're so impatient that you're like, well, oh, we got to get back. Like, well, you maybe could have ex- tried to explain that a little bit better to her. She might have, like, you know, if she hadn't talked to her friend, she probably would have carried on with it. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, it's a good series. I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes now. Um, I didn't get to see it like Because we had some um, people in the house doing some work, I couldn't actually use the living room for a few days. So I actually held off until yesterday. And I was like, what got me was, like, no spoilers. Like th- there was no discussion online about this series. The same way of like there was because the Kenobi had completely taken over the the whole scope of everyone what was talking about, um, which was a shame. So I was quite surprised that I kind of got to Friday and I had still knew nothing about that episode because I was expecting. Usually on Marvel shows, within half an hour of the thing coming out, I've had you know someone spoiling us. Maybe the the lack of cameos and all the rest of it is help is helping this series because that's what everyone seems to love
1: i i still am wondering if uh if captain marvel brie larson will show up at like the final episode or i hope she or does i hope i hope, she, I does hope she does i mean that's how the first comic series ended was basically captain marvel popping in and going hello welcome to being a superhero and you're perfectly fine using my old name uh she, yeah. she wasn't called miss marvel in the mcu so it wouldn't go exactly the same way but Given her obsession with Captain Marvel, it yeah. would certainly be nice for her to, to make an appearance here. Yeah.
0: Um, let's now uh, talk about the finale of Kenobi. Um I I enjoyed this episode. Um, there was it 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 felt like it hit all the points that it needed to. You know, we had that big fight between Vader and Kenobi that like left with the idea of like, okay, yeah, so he got beaten up, but he but also the Emperor kind of playing with him a little bit of like going don't get too caught up on this guy. You're under my control, and I love the fact that we went back that we had like the, the, the castle. And they released that toy and they put it in the comic books, but now we've actually seen it um, on on the
1: screen. You know, and I, I don't think it's the last time we'll see it on screen either. No. I think that'll pop again. I mean that that has been the Emperor's thing in the comics for the last couple of years when they're doing the the Star Wars uh, between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and now Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. It, it has basically been. Darth Vader just getting routinely manipulated by the Emperor and just going like yeah I've got you twirled around my finger and I'm going to I'm going to poke you quite a few times and it's kind of fun to see it in the in the show now where you're just like Vader you're really I mean, this is like the most obvious manipulation in the entire world. I'm just going to end. Just like, yep, my master, I will do what you bid me.
0: And I I love the fact that Vader got the higher ground. I thought that like, oh, was, you not you, you know. But again, it's like, even that like thing like, why are you using the rocks on him? You, you would think you guys would learn that you need to
1: kind of finish the job off.
0: You know, you kind
1: of, yeah. That was what bothered me. Because at least in Revenge of the Sith, you can go, all right. Obi-Wan does not think he's going to survive and he doesn't know what he's going to turn into. You know, he's already evil at this point, but mm. you, you, you don't know who Darth Vader is going to be. So the idea that he just kind of leaves him to die on Mustafar makes sense. But at this point, he's like, You have beaten Vader. He is completely at your mercy. Why are you walking away? Do you, you know the things that Vader has done for the past, like, however many years it's been? You need to put a stop to this for the betterment of the galaxy. I know it's hard, he's still Anakin to you, but don't walk away from him. Just But kill also him. but
0: also Vader not walking away from him as well. That was yes. I felt that was what I I I didn't like. It was like, you know, Vader just needed to, to, to finish him there and then. Um but also as well, like having the rave of fight. Oh, they didn't even have to fight, which was a little uh, bit disappointing. And like she just kind of suddenly went, Oh, I'm gonna I've become Anakin um it, it was a little bit of a wish like I get what they were trying to do it would have been better had Vader
1: just killed her to be I honest mean, honestly just, yeah I I get what they were trying to do and of course it leaves the character open for her own adventures or to show up in some other adventures in this time period uh which is probably the plan I mean yeah. it, she's a well-known enough actress that I think if they left her alive the hope is that she will get to show oh, up yeah, something definitely. else but this whole thing with Owen and Beru and them fighting her off yes she's injured she's not at her peak but it's like this is a completely unnecessary side story she also now knows about Luke to a certain extent she might not know the full implications yeah. of it but she knows who he is and so there's someone running around with a secret and just like this is this is very much filler this is adding in artificial tension that we did not need in the slightest. And I felt it was distracting from the real thing, which is Obi Wan versus Vader.
0: Yeah, it's kind of this whole series to me, it's like it kind of got to the end and Kenobi obviously, you know, meets Qui John, was just you know, they finally that was, a nice touch. That, that was a nice touch. And then of course they're on um you know on I can't think of the planet now. That's then one. they go I know the other one.
1: Alderaan? Alderaan,
0: yeah. So they you know I'm like, oh yeah, if you need me, just give me a show. It's like, no, don't do that. Get back in your cave and do your where we let is that's where you need to be. <laughs> just, just, just like, we need to leave Kenobi now. I, it was great having him back, and I really enjoy you and McGregor. But this I just feel like we need to leave this part of the story alone. We know what happened.
1: Well, I'm hoping that this is the end of the story. Um there have been a couple of references to Obi-Wan again in the comics and he, he's writing a journal after this where he talks about some of the other things that he does on Tatooine, but it's it's mostly just keeping sand people away and you know, making sure that gangs aren't shaking down Owen or what have yeah. you, which is fine. That's what he's there for. He's to yeah. protect Luke. And it makes sense that a lawless planet like Tatooine, he's going to have to be, yeah, you guys can bother the other farmers. This yeah. one you don't touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but i I do hope there's not another season of obi-wan this got everything that we needed it to have it finished the story it enhanced the story which is important Mm -hmm. you know we we get some more details about leia we get to see obi-wan coming to terms with what he's lost in the clone wars and reaching the point where he needs to be uh for the beginning of a new hope which is still like eight years away at this point
0: Uh, to me i still sit there and go this just wasn't needed this is such a, its its just a thing of like, if you don't watch this, it makes no difference. It makes no difference to what your viewing experience. You can never know this existed, and it will not change what happened between three and four. And that is half the characters aren't going to make it into other series. You know where you're going with some of it. I don't know. It's like it was. F- I I also feel like maybe this series was a couple of episodes because originally they said that it was only gonna be like three episodes. There was like talk of that, like I actually would have been better. Like we could have cut the whole like we could have had Leia being kidnapped, captured once. You know, in some ways, it's just like you could have just done about that whole um, episode on the on the the city planet. You didn't need it. You know, if she's gonna get kidnapped again, just do that. And they could have cut that off. Had i don't know it's just it's just overall it was like i enjoyed it it was fun it was full-on star wars but it didn't quite hit exactly what i was Well, um, it,
1: it is also important to keep in mind this was never going to meet people's expectations the expectations for obi-wan was were huge that said i also do feel a little disappointment i do feel it was unnecessary they, as you said we're at the same end point as we were at the start point except now obi-wan knows that anakin's alive uh and things like that and it, it it kind of resolves some of the weird uh you know idiosyncrasies that were going on like vader betrayed and murdered your father and which like okay now vader has actually said i murdered anakin okay well all right now you technically can get away with saying that in the new hope and so on but it wasn't necessary. It, it's another one of those, like, we're going to make an entire movie to explain why Han Solo said that he did the the, the Kessel Run in 12 parts. I'm like, you really don't need to explain that. No. And also, my big thing with this is,
0: Hayden mm-hmm. Christian really didn't need to come back for this series. He was barely in it. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, it's like, because of that done Vader, like, the normal Arrow Jones uh, voice, and I... I I didn't really feel like it added anything maybe i mean i'm um, yeah i don't know no i don't mean, vaccines that didn't mean anything
1: i will actually say i disagree with that i think that bringing hayden in and having him do the you know the helmet cut yeah. in half like he did in rebels and and having him actually there doing the voice was a nice touch it did help kind of bring the character arc together and it it was kind of a nice redemption, not for Vader himself, but actually for Hayden getting to yeah. play this character and actually being celebrated for playing this yeah. character. Because remember back in the day, he, oh, was, he not, was not he was not yeah. popular with Star Wars fans. So to have this moment where people are like, Yes, he's Vader and he's getting this moment, and we get the Order 66 flashback, to actually give him, you know, the applause that he did not get back in the day. Yeah. I I'm willing to to just be like, yeah, it wasn't necessary for storytelling reasons but i'm glad that they did it anyway for hayden to get his moment he deserved it uh again this i i do agree the series doesn't need to exist but like solo you know if you're doing the series this is probably about as good as you're going to get for the series and i I am overall satisfied with it
0: i still think a movie would have been better i just feel like uh, the music would have been better they probably would have used the proper star wars music i think i didn't like the fact they didn't use the empire and until like literally like the last second i felt they should have used that a little bit more but you know there wasn't really a lot of space in this one at all um i don't know it's just it it left me again i it's like yeah it's okay i enjoyed it um but it didn't like it was a bit and i would say it was better than book of boba fett but it, it was not i feel like trudging over old waters it's gonna be fun to see i think like with andor i'm looking forward to it because we're kind of we know where we are and we've got the empire and stuff but they've got a little bit more time to flesh out these characters like i don't know it's just very strange with kenobi i'm I'm just i'm not i'm not on that sort of this is the greatest it's like yeah, no, it's not it's not a mandalorian level
1: it's not mandalorian level but it it is it's very clearly a fan project it's a project for fans to go hey we got ewan mcgregor back here's Obi-Wan we know you want Obi-Wan here's a good story with that Um, we're going to bring the Inquisitors into the mainstream I know most people got introduced to him in the Jedi Fallen Order video game but this really brings them out into proper Star Wars we get to see Owen and Beru again we get to see Bale we get to see a little bit of Leia and establish you know that even at this age she is a very headstrong and competent Mm. person again the books have already dealt with that but this brings it to the people who don't read the books or the comics or anything like that. This establishes a lot of things that extended uh, readers are already aware of, but now we're bringing it to everybody else and they get a chance to see that. And there's a lot of possibilities for stories branching out of this that do not involve Obi-Wan. We've got the Inquisitors there. We've got, uh, you could potentially do more stuff with Bale and Leia. You can do things Mm -hmm. on some of the other planets. It's, there's the potential there for this to be the starting point of several additional stories, mm. and if they follow up on that, then I think that retroactively makes this much more important and, mm. and much more, mm. this is why the series exists. It
0: was definitely left wide open that if they wanted to bring Kenobi in for stuff, mm. they need to, but I don't know. Um, I, I'm not conv- I, I, I mean, the viewing figures in together, they might bring it back on also. It looks like Yoram had seemed kind of a lot more fun, like with being at Star Wars Celebration, and he's kind of celebrated in it now, and not having the same, um, you know, issues that they had when it when it first came out and stuff. It it feels like people are a little bit more um, happy about this one.
1: Yeah, it makes me wonder how uh, how the sequel trilogy will end up being in like ten or fifteen years if they actually do bother to go back and fill in the gaps a little bit, and and people going, oh yeah. you know rose wasn't that bad a character she got some really bad lines but now we get the celebrator because she she has her own series post uh you know rise of skywalker or something and really fleshes out her character or something along those lines yeah
0: no i think it's i mean it's kind of weird because i feel like in some
1: way with um oscar isaac
0: has been able to kind of he's been able to do the harrison ford route of he's got out and been doing movies, mm-hmm. Dune, Moonlight. Um, but obviously, John Boega and Ridley's and I haven't quite had that same kind and, of ex- Yeah,
1: I mean, John's been trying, like, he was, yeah, he was in Pacific Rim. That sequel should never have happened. That's not his fault, though. Um, and he's been doing some other stuff too, but I feel like they're more—they're actually more doing like the Harry Potter route, where they made yeah. enough money off of the sequels that there's like, I'm gonna do what yeah. the heck I want. <laughs> well, Daisy's currently filming a new
0: movie for Disney Plus about a British swimmer swimming yes. across the, Atlantic, across the um, Channel. So she's doing something for Disney right now, which is sometimes not a bad thing. Sometimes just get a few little projects. They, you know, they. Actors sometimes like to do a few things, and then they kind of go, "Yeah, I'll go back to the big thing now that pays the money." Now have <laughs> been, you know, because I I love the fact as well. I think, um, I think it was Samuel Jackson was talking recently about you know like Oscar movies, and and he really doesn't care.
1: He's not interested. I,
0: <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I, not I, interested I love in that.
1: Life. Life. I would rather keep playing Nick Fury than go for an Oscar bait movie. It's like yeah. uh, he used a little stronger terms than that, but yeah. <laughs> like I I get that I it's not always about getting the award sometimes it's just about having fun especially at his age where he's just like i've got only so many projects left let's just enjoy them as much yeah. as we can." and you can tell uh, think, yeah. you can tell he's having a ball in just about every movie you see him in these days no but it's looking pretty good right so there we go so that
0: is all of this week's um stuff. We with a lot of reviews and stuff to talk about so next week we'll be talking about the princess we'll be talking about um there's mm-hmm. probably a little bit of only murders in the building we'll
1: have miss marvel and yeah i think yeah i think unless there's a surprise drop i think that's it however um miss marvel getting some spotlight to itself we'll see what the impact that is on on internet chatter and well you'll see the impact i will be happily oblivious because especially after this past uh friday i'm just not touching any of that
0: yeah, I must be. Yeah, the, uh, there are is some issues with being online on social media sometimes. But obviously, on that note, you can follow us and you can keep up with everything um, that's going on on our social medias. Um, and nothing too controversial there. But anyway, guys, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. And we shall see you guys soon. Latest. Thank you very much for watching this video, make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com Like, follow and subscribe, also a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships, and I shall see you guys in another video! Laters!